Alright everyone, welcome back to episode 3 of the Fresh Takes Podcast. I'm Parv, so alongside me as always, Nick Louise, Nikki Fresh. What's going on, Paul? Oh, you know, it's Wednesday here. We're sitting in the middle of March now. I'm sitting here next to you. We got a camcorder in front of us for our YouTube viewers. Obviously, we're speaking into our mics for our audio listeners. And you want to know what, Nick? March. It is March. It's been about the craziest month of collegiate basketball we've seen yet. Yeah, definitely. We have history. So many upsets. We have history-making games. We have pretty much a history-making side. It's the first time ever. Well, I'll tease it with that. It's the first time ever that one region, their top four seeds, have not made the Sweet 16. Was it just any region or just the South? I believe, I thought it was any region. I thought it was any region, too. But then well, I if heard you haven't stuff. heard by now, and by the time this gets released, it would have been a week since this happened. But number 16, University of Maryland Baltimore County Retrievers upset the Virginia Cavaliers. UMBC. UMBC for short. I wanted to go give you gear it out there for just, a second. Just helping out the viewers. <laughs> But the first ever, on the men's side, we will add, on the men's side, first time ever a 16 seed has beaten the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I was watching the game out at uh, Del Lago. Were you? Uh, yeah, we, me, Justin, and Jeremy were out there for the Syracuse game. They had that on the big screen out in the vine. Oh, yeah, it was on at the same time. And on those little two side t- like screens that they have out there, they had UMBC or Virginia on one. And I tell you what. UMBC that whole game was out shooting, out playing, out rebound, everything they were out doing on Virginia. Yeah. I know I don't like doing too much analytical stuff on this, like viewing it as, but holy freaking crap. That was a blitz. Holy freaking crap. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> but it was a blitz of a game. It was it, pretty crazy. It, it was a... I... Did pick that game correctly, by the no, way. No, you didn't. <laughs> you game. I did pick that game correctly. I picked Penn over Kansas. Yeah, you see uh, so, Pablo so I, Torre. I got well. Pablo, here's the deal. I love Pablo. He's been he's literally has been saying it for six straight years. He should it should not count for him. He's been saying it for six straight years, and even then he got the matchup this year wrong. Yeah, he got minus like three hundred points on. Yeah, he, well, they, Tony, the machine broke. I love I love her on round horn. I really do. And they put him up to what at first, like 135 or something like that. Yeah. Right. And then <laughs> That's I love Tony Reale. He's so great at hosting that show. Slowly brought it down to about three, like you said. Yeah, I caught it at the end. 330, 335, and yeah. Pablo's face was so great. <laughs> yeah, they even they do like the scoring averages. He's at like minus 90 or whatever. It's it's crazy. He's also the only person ever I think have a quarter of a win on that show. A quarter, yeah. How do you do that? It was one of the April Fool's Day uh, shows they did a couple of years ago. Him and like Woody Page <laughs> got caught, and Tony Raleigh's like quarter of a win each, and <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I I put PTI over it, but I don't know. You like Ron I love, I look, I love Kornheiser and Wilbon, but there's something great about around the horn, yeah. especially when you get like all of them going at the same time. It's great. Okay, Paul, let's talk about March. Yes. I want three answers here. I want one team. We'll, we'll, we'll switch. So we're okay. each going to give you the answer. We'll go back and forth. Okay. One team you knew was going to make the Sweet 16. All right. One team you're shocked to be in the Sweet 16. Okay. The top shock team in the Sweet 16. I know there's a lot of them. And how far will Syracuse go? Syracuse could be an answer in the other first two, but how far will they go? Gotcha. Okay. 
Who? Are we, what, do you want all my answers at the same time? Or no, we'll go back and forth. Gotcha. We'll go back and forth. Right. Okay, so what team are you least surprised? For me, it's easy. It's Villanova because I've said all year I think they're the best overall team in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they're my pick to win it all this year. Um, Jay Wright, man, I hate saying that dude's name. But Jay Wright. You don't like Jay Wright? I mean, I I respect him. He's all like Coach K for me. I respect him, but man, yeah. he's hateable. Yeah, Matt hates him too. Matt, my um, brother. He'll but, be on the show that day. Villanova is my least surprising. I figured they'd for sure be in it. And like I said, I feel like the whole year they've been the best team. So what we got for you? I'm going to go Kentucky. Really? Yeah. I have picked Kentucky in my final four. I did I I am not one of those people that was surprised when Arizona got beat. Oh, I wasn't. You weren't surprised no. either. No. Sean, first off, Sean Miller has that gene of just absolutely choking. I didn't pick Buffalo to be Arizona, but when Buffalo, it was either Buffalo or Arizona because Kentucky was beating Davidson. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. A little bitterness towards Davidson because they are the team that snubbed Rhode Island from the championship and snubbed Notre Dame from. Oh, from the right. from the yeah, from the bracket, the yeah, yes, <laughs> that day. So a little bitterness towards Davidson, and I had Kentucky beating Arizona. If it was Buffalo, it was going to be. I did have, it was end up being Buffalo. I did have, and I don't like doing this, but I did have Buffalo beating uh, Arizona in the bracket that we're in the same. Group. Did you have Kentucky here? We sixteen. I don't. Did you have them beating Buffalo? I don't think I did. I really? Think I had Buffalo beating Kentucky. Okay, it's fair. Would you have Virginia beating Buffalo oh, yeah, after that? Yeah, um, or did you have Creighton? I'm trying to remember because uh, out of that region, I had Tennessee in the Final Four. So I'm trying to remember. It was where, probably Virginia. I'm trying to remember where exactly I had Virginia. Virginia probably lost in the Elite Eight that I've had. Yeah, I mean, did you Tennessee. have Buffalo in the Elite Eight? No. No. Excuse me. So, we'll keep it on you then. What team are you most surprised about being this far along the most team i'm surprised about is the syracuse orange and the reason for that is because i did not think they beat arizona state that's bold that's a bolder side of it i guess i'm just surprised syracuse orange are in this week 16 i'm just you were you were on some sort of way that selection sunday little bitterness towards Syracuse. Holy they are the team that was ahead of Notre Dame. There's a lot of bitterness. We had like three different group chats just absolutely blown up that I was, Sunday. I was not a happy camper. You weren't. No, and I, I don't want to talk about it, so just, <laughs> just go, yeah, go to your surprise, too. Mine's Syracuse as well. Really? Oh, yeah. well, even over like Loyola and Nevada. Well, well, and well, you have to look at it like this. Right? Kansas because State. Because the whole year, so that whole we, went region. That, we went to that Notre Dame game, right? Yeah. And it will probably be the worst sporting event, at least gameplay-wise, I probably have seen and maybe will ever see because both teams were just terrible that game. And I knew then Syracuse was like, okay, this season is you need a hope in, like, the postseason tournament you make will be the NIT. And even then, I'll just I'll say it to this day, I figured NIT, so you get probably two games for sure out of it. And you sit here and go, damn, Syracuse is really here. Yeah. They get to play Duke. It's crazy. So they're 
for sure my surprise, the most surprising team right now. Yep. Obviously, you got the stories of like Loyola. Uh, Nevada's another team, although I'm not really surprised on Nevada because they've played good all year. The Martin Twins are fantastic players, uh, a little bit of hotheads, but I mean, you can't fault them for being what they are considering how far they've come. So, but for, for me, it's Syracuse. Yeah, my biggest surprise was Jacksonville State beating New Orleans State in the CBI quarterfinals. What about CIT? <laughs> it was a big surprise. Another big surprise was the NIT not having any upsets besides one upset in the first round. So one upset in the first round, it was Mike Hopkins, Washington squad. They won as a five seat over a four seat. Oh, that's not an upset. And they were home. <laughs> Wait a sec. That was a five seat a home team in the NIT. Uh, I think they were playing... Boise State, oh, I want to say. That's why. Oh, because Boise why. was a. Boise was a host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Back on track here. Okay. So, so you're surprised to Syracuse. Yeah. How far do I think Syracuse will go? How far will, do you think Syracuse will go? You know, I think honestly they'll beat Duke only because I'm of the philosophy. I think it's hard to beat a team three times in a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't see them getting past the Elite Eight though in the Final Four. They played Duke. This will be the third time this season? Yeah. Really? Yep. Didn't they play him in the ACC tourney? No. I thought they did. I don't mean to. Uh-oh. My mind said my drunk. It was I, North I, Carolina. I think they'll get by Duke. I don't think... Uh, it's all right. You know, the ACC... It's still tough to beat someone ACC twice. The ACC overall this year has been... I don't want to say down exactly, but the teams haven't been as good as years past, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So I think every team's pretty beatable on any given night. Obviously, I I, I have them being new. I I just can't see them in the final four though. So elite eight. Yeah, I'd say elite. Eight. Who are they gonna lose to? Kansas or Clemson? Oh man, that Clemson team's been playing some good ball here. Same um, with that, that Florida State weekend. team. Um, that's a tough matchup to freaking guess on the fly. I think they'll play. You know what? Here's the deal. If they get Kansas, I think they lose to Kansas. If, if they, they get, get Clemson, Clemson, I could see them beating Clemson. So he's got two different type of answers. Right? Yeah. So I guess. But it, if they, I guess it depends. But I'm more on the side of losing in the Elite Eight than winning in the Elite Eight. Okay, so but Elite Eight. can we work on your other answer though? What's my other? So answer? So you said if they play Clemson, they'll win. Yeah. How far will they go after that? Uh, How far? They'll, they'll lose to Villanova for sure. Because I used to be like Villanova's in a cutthroat. Okay, respect. Please. I'm going to make this short and sweet. I don't blame you. Because, <laughs> look, this Syracuse team, is, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost by about 20 on Friday. This it's, It is Wednesday, March 21st, and this will air on Friday. Yeah. So yeah. this is before the game. Syracuse will lose to Duke. Yeah. 74-60. That's a reasonable score given the Syracuse team this year. Yeah. We'll see. You could doubt me. You could doubt I'm me. I'm not doubting you. You look. You know me this year. I've said pretty much the whole year outside of like November through about like mid to late December, mm-hmm. when I was like, okay, this Syracuse team ain't that bad. I guess when their only loss was against Kansas, and then they got the conference play. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I, I I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to stand here and argue against you because that's where the Syracuse team's been. 
One shining moment. Oh, uh, so that, speaking of one shining moment, who will be cutting down the nets at the end of March? Villanova. Villanova. Yep. Rock'em, sock'em, Jayhawk. Really? Kansas will be cutting down the nets. Uh, speaking of Kansas, man, Dilsa, you know, I, I don't have any room to talk, given physically I'm fat. I mean... But Bill Self, have you seen Bill Self recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also thing? seen... I remember a text he sent in a group. I think, in quotes, fuck Bill Self, end quote. Oh, yeah, I don't like that, man. And he doesn't like Bill Self. No, I, you know, he... Bill I, Self's watching. <laughs> Seth, it, man, I sound this like this way with every coach. I respect him, but, man, I hate him. He's yeah. got a hateable face. Yeah, he has gained some weight, though. Yeah, he... Lay off the donuts, man. You get comfortable. <laughs> Start eating. Yeah. All right. So? Seamless transition. As <laughs> always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick, you came up with a pretty interesting top five. Yeah, let's get to the top five today. No more top ten cereals. Oh, God. Got to bring the cereals in every single show. No, 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 we don't. (laughs) But, uh, so what's your top five? I mean, you told it to me before, but what the listeners and viewers know what our top five is today. Get off the phone, Nick. Just tell us. (laughs) Oh. Paul, what do you think it is? That sounds really terrible. Alright. So, if you couldn't tell from that potato quality, it's uh, friends related to That's not five. the greatest song, but... No. My top five today, Paul... Alright. ...will be your top five friends, the show friends, duos. So there's 15 type of duos out of the six main characters. Why did you make it into two words there? <laughs> <laughs> duos. Duos. So there's, so there's 15 different options for the, the six of them. So what are your top five duos? Duos. Okay, so. so like you could use Chandler Phoebe, Chandler Joey. It could be five Monica's oh, in your top five. I just got updated. Dwight, not to get off track. If I just told you Dwight Howard got a 30 and 30 game, what year would you think I was telling? 2008. About? Alright, it just happened. Really? Yeah. How many rebounds, how many points? 30 and 30, a 30 30 game is. That's like 30 30? Alright, let me look it up. You continue with the intro. Here. So, I'm going to start the top five today. This is a really long song. I'm just going to stop it. So, (laughs) top five. Top five friends duos. My number five. All right. Is Phoebe and Chandler. You were saying before the show, you're like, Phoebe Chandler, not a good one. I just. We'll get to that. We've been over that before. Phoebe, when she makes fun of Chandler, is, is top five quality. It's top five. I just love it. She that she just keeps going with the Chandler jokes. I just I just love them. I love them. It's not the best duo, but it's top five. All right. <sighs> okay, Paul. So both my number five will be Chandler and Monica. That's a good seems one. Like, seems like that's a, a good one. Seems like a gimme, right? Okay. But okay. Yeah, I remember where they started at, at the beginning of the show, and then came to it, obviously the end of the show. Very nice progression, great wit between the two, and obviously in the end, they end up together. Yes. Number five for me. Is 
So they got married, what, like season six? Well, there's ten. Got any, there's they started ten dating like season five. Right. I think well, they hooked like up the at the end of season four. Yeah, I was about to say, it was like end of season four. Okay. Official season five. So pre, they hooked up in London, right? Yeah, I think so. Pre-London Monica Chandler top five? I go like. I mean, it's the whole overall of the 10 season show. I think the best is when they're dating slash. Oh, they're great when they're married. Dating slash engaged might be my favorite. I love it when they're like hiding it from the rest of the group. Yeah. The secret. That that part's gold. Because then you. Because you have the episode where they're trying to be like sly and like whatever together, and then Joey comes like banging on the door, and Mm -hmm. it's a classic scene, but uh, because then Joey. Joey thinks there's a murder, and yeah. it's great. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're my number five. I'd say, for me, though, peak is definitely for them uh, dating slash engagement. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. They got so good. Oh, my by, no- by the way, 32 points, 30 rebounds for Dwight. Okay, thank while you. Also shooting, Breaking news. While also going 12 of 20 at the line. Really? Not so bad. I definitely Dwight? Like 10 years removed Dwight for whatever reason tonight. But continue on. Okay, my number four... Is Ross and Phoebe. Another Phoebe. Gonna throw another Phoebe in there. They are an interesting combo together. I, once again, her Ross jokes are good. And Phoebe, I don't, I mean, Ross got progressively funnier and funnier as the show went on. And I thought Phoebe is always funny. Right on funny. Funny. One of the greatest characters in that show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. I know. I know. I'm trying to be my best here, but you know, I, I just I need Phoebe, man. I can't. I can't do her. Will she make Paul's top five list? Let's find out on number four. Well, I can tell you for sure she's not because I'm going Monica and Rachel at four. Really? They're classic. They're classic. It's just classic. They're you know? old time friends. Yeah. It's like for it's like you know like I don't know like uh, Yankees Red Sox rivalry type. Thing. It's just classic. It's a classic thing that you would enjoy. Uh-huh. You know, so they're number four for me. Number three, Monica Chandler. Oh, yeah. When they yeah. get married and when they start dating, like you said, yeah. it's just another comedy gold. I love Monica and Chandler, when, especially when they're married. It's just, they're funny. They It was the greatest thing the show ever did. It was a risk in the show. Greatest thing they ever did was getting them Can together. Can you say it's a risk, though, when, like, I feel like they did it before anyway with Ross and Rachel. and Rachel anyway? Yeah. Ross and Rachel just got old. Stale. Don't know why they didn't date for most of that show when they had a kid and all that stuff. they were on a break. <laughs> yeah. So, Monica. Yeah, Monica. Monica. <laughs> Monica (laughs) Monica and Chandler is my number three. Alright. I like that. Okay, so for my number three, Ross and Rachel. Going with another pretty much together couple throughout. Wow. Wow. Okay. They work well together. They really do. Even even when uh, they don't like each other, you know, they... Just the way they play off each other is pretty good. Yeah. So, that's what I'm going with for my number three. It's all right. I feel like I'm saying playing off of each other a lot tonight with the, with this top five. But when you're when you're in a TV show or a movie, you got that chemistry and you play off each other well. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number two is Chandler and Joey. Okay. 
Chandler and Joey, good bros in the show. I, don't, I heard they weren't the best of friends in real life. Uh, I heard surprise, it's kind of weird how I've heard not a lot of people get along really with Matt Perry. No, Matt Perry doesn't seem like a get alongable guy. No, you know no. what I mean. He's yeah, he's definitely sarcastic in the show, and he's probably a dick in real life. But yeah. Chandler and Joey was comedy gold for me. It's just I just I like you, Paul. But I wish you were more like Jan- Chan- Chandler. I feel like I am like Chandler. I'm I feel like I'm Chandler. I'm definitely Chandler. So my number two is Chandler and Ross. That's good. Buddies from college. Buddies from college. And then obviously um, during the show, um, great seasons with each other anyway. And especially like when Ross finds out that Chandler is banging Monica. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's a solid about five minutes. Uh huh. So that's my number two. Okay. Number one, or for you then? Number one. I feel like I'm not doing it. I'm not going to say anything, but I have a feeling of what it might be based on the way your list has been. Okay, what do you think it is? I'm not going to say it. My number one is Joey and Miss Phoebe. It's hands down the best friends duo in the entire show. I love Phoebe and I love Joey. But oh. That's my best duo. The best duo cuz they're the like the best friends other than the whole Joey getting with Rachel at the end there. That was weird. But they're the best friends of the group. That's my best duo. But my favorite character in the show is Chandler. Just doesn't work out in my top five with duels. He's second with Joey and third with Monica. But Chandler's my favorite character, but the best duel is I can't, Joey I and can't Phoebe. I can't show it no love for Gunther or Mike. Well, oh, for all for all characters? <laughs> this is the duo thing. It's just the so, six. My number one duo is your number two, Chandler and Joey. Okay, yeah. Uh, just Good duo. Entire, Good duo. The whole entire bromance thing's great that they got going. You like the... the, like the rec- Obviously, you got the ceramic dog. You got the duck. It's great. <laughs> it's the rooster. That's right. They did have the chicken there for a while. <laughs> oh, and, and the monkey. Well, that was Ross's monkey. They kind of lived with them for like an episode, too. But. And they had the, the recliners. Heaven! Oh, that was a couch. Baywatch. Oh, yeah. You like Baywatch. Yeah. 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 So that was our top five then for today. You know, friends, classic. Duos, classic. Ron Ross is a classic, Nick. Games. Games. Another seamless transition. <laughs> See what I did there. I know you did, TV audience. Alright, so... The game today is something Nick devised. Um, so the game is... There's really no rules. We're supposed to guess... So find something to talk about to ask me. Like, it has to be more than, like, 10 or 12. Yeah. The goal is to get 10 right. You get three strikes. Three strikes. Three strikes. So if you guess one wrong, it's off, and we're going to see who gets more. And uh, if we both get 10, we both win. All right. All right. We'll see. So you want me to go first then for you? Yeah, sure. All right. So for you, baseball season's right around the corner. Okay. We have, I have the top 20 Pittsburgh Pirates and career hits. Okay. Can you name any 10 of the 20? 10 of the 20. Yep. Top five. 
Roberto Clemente. Yep, he has one. In fact, he's number one with 3,000 career hits. Han- the Pirates. Hannes so. Wagner. He's actually he's number two. Wow. <laughs> Willie Stargell. Yep, he's seven. Oh, <laughs> right about. Pops, man. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Yep, he's 14th on the list. Uh, he got four right now, by the way. Jason Bay. Ooh. He's an X? I'm sorry, he is an X. Wow. You're at four. Jason Bay. And probably your phone on the screen, too. Come on. My phone, I'm not facing the screen that way. Oh, I'm falling out of the screen. I'm yeah. trying to make sure you can't see the screen. <laughs> uh, in fact, Jason Bay. Jason Bay is not even in the top 50. Okay, just forget it. <laughs> That's a fun fact right there. Wow. Yeah. So now. So you got four so far with one strike. Okay. Yep. So four and one strike. Yep. Dave Parker. That is correct. He is number 13 on the list. Okay. So we got five. You're halfway there. Uh, I feel like there are a couple obvious ones that you haven't named yet. Maybe that's just because I'm a baseball mind, I guess. I don't know. Could be wrong. Yeah. Jack Wilson. Ooh, so close, but no. He's 23rd on the oh, list. Oh, God. So close. So two strikes. <laughs> two strikes I've gotten how many? Five, right. Five. Not a good ratio right now. <sighs> trying to think. God. I will say this. One of my favorite players growing up is on this list, too, that you haven't named. Mm-hmm. He's a bit obscure, maybe, for you, than guessing for me, but he's he is a guy I've often drafted when doing the fantasy draft on MVP Baseball 2005. Daryl Ward. Really? No, he's not even in the top 50. Really? Yeah. He got me fooled. I'll give you another chance because that was just a bad guess. Is he saying Rob McCoviak? No, I can't give you Is that. Brian Giles on there? Brian Giles. Man, that's a name. No. Uh, no, he's not. Okay, give me. Okay, I got five and five. Five with three strikes. Well, five strikes. Yeah. So. Uh, Should I give you, like, maybe about five more then? Give yeah, you, give, okay. yeah, give me the five then. So, of note for me, number 19, Manny Sanguian. Oh, yeah. They're going to come out. Uh, number 12, Al Oliver. Okay. He was part of the many 70s teams. Pretty good player. Number 8. I can't believe you couldn't get this one, giving me a Yankee fan. Bill Mazeroski. Oh, I, oh my God. Uh, it's just, it's just, I'm not thinking right now. I'll go with my second, I'll go with number nine, second to last, tied fourth all time, only because his name sounds great, is Pie Trainer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think you know who that is. I do know who that is. Really? Yeah. All right, and then lastly, I'll go with him, number 17 on the list, Jason Kendall. Really? Has more hits than Bay? Jason Kendall has 1,409 <laughs> hits as a pirate. Where the hell is Bay? Jason, Jack Wilson he's very, was... He's not even top 50. Players above him include, at number 39, Barry Bonds. Oh, where's... Is Freddy Sanchez up there? Freddy Sanchez. I don't see Freddy Sanchez on this list. Probably just didn't play that much. No. Uh, uh, also, of note, Bobby Bonilla comes in at 50. Oh, my God. Bonds. I think he's like, Bonds, did I? At, well, no, no. Well, Bonds is 39. Oh, okay. I got a list on Baseball Reference that's top 50. Okay. I just said top 20, though, for you to make it easy. Yeah, yeah. And even Slice, 29. So that's, that's pretty a, cool. He's but not even top guys, 20 either? No. I'll look at the list after this show. Yeah, it's actually a pretty intriguing list. I feel like there's a lot of guys on here that you thought would be higher than they are. Yep. 
You ready for yours? I'm ready. So you have to beat five is a tie, six is the win. I'd be five with five strikes. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for me, though? Play it's it still me. three strikes. I don't know. Lay it on me. You a Monopoly guy? Oh no. Are you? I, I yeah. You know the you know the real Monopoly. Yeah, I mean. You know it. Can you name ten of the twenty-two original properties? Oh really? That's pretty easy. So okay. The properties then obviously aren't the railroads and all that, right? No. Okay. Boardwalk. Boardwalk. Park Place. Yep. San Charles Place. Well, technically, I think it's Avenue. Probably should get a strike for that. Right. What did you say? St. Charles Place? That's not even one. Really? Oh, no, yeah, it is. No. It is St. Charles Place. I just <laughs> found like, it. Like, sitting there going, like, huh? <laughs> yeah, St. Charles Place. That's three. No strikes. Connecticut Ave. Yep, four. Vermont Ave. Yep, five. Marvin Gardens. Yep, six. Indiana Ave. Yep. Illinois Ave. Yep. What are you at? Seven? Yeah. No, I got eight on my Eight. Well, he won the game. Yeah, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> He's too good at the trivia. Um, Can he get 10, though? Kentucky Ave? I'd rather be Kentucky, but I can't remember what the Yeah. Name. Is it Ave, though? It's Ave. Oh, wow. Nine. Shit, so I'm at nine? Oh, come on, Paul. Um, there's a New York something, but I can't remember what. So you got nine of them. Yeah, nine. Um, oh, man, these are kind of St. James Place. Yep, that's 10. Yeah, so. How far can you go? Probably not too much farther than that, given I can't remember. There's a lot of states in them. You want me to just give them? Give us a few. Mediterranean Avenue. Oh, Baltic oh, Avenue. Baltic. Fucking ones, yeah. Ori- Orient- Oriental. Oriental Avenue. <laughs> Vermont Avenue. Connecticut Avenue. I said those two. Did you? Yeah. St. Charles Place. States okay. Avenue. Ah. Virginia Avenue. Yep. St. James Place, Tennessee Avenue, yeah. New York Avenue, Kentucky Avenue, Indiana Avenue, Illinois Avenue, Atlantic Avenue, Ventnor, Ventnor, Ventnor. Oh, you want me to look at this? Hold on here. Well, the game's over. You won, Paul. Coventry Street slash Ventnor Avenue. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the UK version. Oh, it's the UK version. Yeah. Oh. The right side's the US. <laughs> Piccadilly. Yeah. Marvin Gardens, yeah. Pacific Avenue, North Carolina Avenue, Park Place, Boardwalk. Yeah. yeah, you knew it more than I, you knew him. You got you knew at least ten of them. That's true. Yeah, that's the most important part. That was all right. That was fun. Damn, it feels good to throw a shutout. Yeah. Hot shit. Good work, man. Thanks, dog. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I look forward to doing these. Kind of fun. They are actually, fun. So yeah, you thought you were all nervous about the game. I said we're going to do a game this week, Paul. So, well, the way you phrased it in our group text was. We're going to do a guessing game this week. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? I don't want no part of this. Like, And then you explain it. I'm like, oh, the way you explained it was like a creeper. Yep. So. Yeah, definitely. So uh, apparently the camcorder screen, Nick's going to go away here for a hot second. Camcorder screen decided to go black. So he's going to deal with the video option of this. So we are, at this date, we are eight days away from opening day for baseball, which means between now and when the, when this when we're recording and when this gets released, we'll be doing another podcast about baseball. We're talking about baseball. And we kind of completely forgot about doing, you know, a preseason quick little thing about guessing what's going to happen where and all that stuff. So, 
Once that gets back over here, if he's up to it, we'll discuss a little baseball. If not, we'll probably have to carry ourselves out out of here, maybe on a gurney or something like that. Okay, what were we talking about the game? You were just going in on baseball, whatever. Okay, so that was a good game. It was pretty good. It was and a good game. Nick just had to deal with the technical difficulty issue here. So. Yep, but we're back online. Sort of. <laughs> I think we'll. Next time we do this, baseball will be around the corner, like you said. No, baseball will already be started next time we do this. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. But come on, man. Okay, baseball will be started, and we'll talk about that on our next pod. I would, I would assume. Okay. We'll talk about. Not predictions, as we already did that. Disregard why they either A, said in the podcast, or B, what Nick edited out of the podcast. What'd you say? I don't know. Maybe the, view- maybe the viewers and listeners will never know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> let's just wrap this up, Paul. How All are we right, going to do this? So, that's the end of podcast number three that have fresh takes. Yes. Follow us, obviously. Oh, yeah. On our social medias. Yeah. Twitters. Instas. Our social, my social medias will pop up right here. Maybe a Finsta. And Paul's social... Oh, no. Paul, my social medias will pop up right here. And Paul's social medias will pop up right here. Whoa. That's Mind trippy. blown. Follow us on iTunes and, and SoundCloud at Fresh Takes Podcast. And if, and if you're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, remember, you will not get anything that pops above your head or anything like that when Nick says check us out on there. Nope. That will not go into your brain. That's unfortunate. So anyway, for Nick Felice, I'm Paul Russo. We'll catch you guys next time on episode four. That was a great ending, Paul. On the fresh. Just need a one more quick, <laughs> one more quick announcement, Paul. We're done. So right. we're gonna be doing this every other Friday. Oh, that's right. Yes, we need to get that in there. <laughs> sort of forgot. Yeah, but that was great, Paul. Yeah. Took the wind out my sail. <laughs> so we're gonna do the try to do this every other Friday. So our next episode. So next episode should be coming out then. About April sixth. April sixth or so. Yeah. So it means we'll be coming back recording wise. That April week. the fourth. Yes. That means March Madness will officially be done. We'll yep. Talk a little bit about that. Obviously, hop into a little bit of another game, and then top five game. something. Paul's turn. Oh God, that's true. We'll we'll do a top five. But hey, anyway, like I said, that wraps up this edition, excuse me, this edition of the Fresh Takes podcast. For Nick Felice, I'm Paul Russo. We'll catch you all in episode four. See you guys later. Hey, yo.